Hi, Chris. How are you doing? Hi, Nina. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, we're going. We're going a bit lo-fi today, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. We're we're mm-hmm. unfortunately without the lovely URFs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Those lovely people can't get their equipment, so we're mm-hmm. just using a little small mic um, mm-hmm. we've got from our also lovely mm-hmm. friend Ellie. Who's student, the student rep? rep assistant, assistant student rep? Wait, no. <laughs> I mean, in my eyes... In charge of the student reps. <laughs> Ellie is, like, the queen, queen of the student yeah, reps. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, um, lots of thanks to her for yeah. giving to Mike. Thanks, Ellie. Thanks, Ellie. All right. So, what, what's, the, what's our theme, Nina? Our theme of the week is positive things. Positive. Positive podcast. Nina and Chris's positive podcast. Positive podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in these troubling times, mm-hmm. stressful times for many people, mm-hmm. we're going positive, you know? Mm-hmm. We're like middle finger up to <laughs> negativity and we want to bring some positivity to people's yeah, lives. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to kick it off. Um, Nina, mm-hmm. what's what's been going on in your life that's positive recently? Um, well, over the weekend, it's Tuesday now, so last weekend I watched um, Cheer on Netflix which is about um, it's it's a documentary series. Obviously, it's like dramatized. I'm assuming, but about um, this college, community college in Texas, where um, they do competitive cheerleading, and that team has won twelve national championships. So are they like the the top dogs. Yeah, they cheer? are. Yeah, they've been like the best in in like that level of cheerleading for the like since early 2000s um so it's telling the story of them like them preparing for the for the like championship and it's telling like about the coach um who's been coaching them through all of those championships and about the so they're like what like 18 19 like still quite young snappers what does that mean young whippersnappers that's weird. <laughs> um, young people. So it's telling the story of them preparing for it, how they got into cheerleading, like what they do um, in cheerleading. And then like for a few of them, it tells like kind of like their story more deeply, but it's focused on how kind of what cheerleading like meant for them in terms of like kind of taking it so seriously and it, it becoming like a huge thing in their life that they could like, kind of get through some like really hard stuff so it was really wholesome it was really good um and obviously like i've like seen cheerleading before and like watched it but it's it's insane like it's such a crazy sport they did like flips and yeah throwing people they honestly the the way they like throw like the girls around is actually insane like it, it, it requires so much so it was really really interesting and it was really wholesome um yeah, I would highly recommend. And it's only like six episodes. Like, yeah. it was, isn't even like that long. I started following some of the students on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Are they famous now? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the like most like famous like young cheerleader like was on that team. Like, she was quite big even before um, because she started doing these like stretching YouTube videos when she was really young. So she got, like, really big and, like, everyone knows her. Stretching YouTube videos. Yeah, so you know how, like, cheerleaders have to be really stretchy yeah. to, like, do splits and stuff. So she started doing, like, um, like when she was literally under 10 years old, like, how to, like, stretch to get splits and stuff. Oh, I see. Yeah. 
Um, and it was, that was actually really interesting because she's been like, she moved to California when she was 14. So she kind of hasn't been like in school since that. And like how much she like travels and like she has all of these like other businesses now and she's like 18 or 19. Oh, wow. It's it's crazy, but it's, it's really interesting. Yeah, and here we are. <laughs> 20, 23. Yeah. How are you now? 25? 25, yeah. 25, sad now. No cheerleading career. In the office with a microphone making <laughs> yeah, a podcast. Yeah. We're doing well though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're doing really exactly. well. Positive. Yeah. So that was one of my um, things. What about you, Chris? Um, last week, I, I so I'm learning Arabic at the moment, mm-hmm. um, and I had had a really good lesson. Really enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. Um, felt like I was making progress. Um, we were doing it all about directions and mm-hmm. and kind nice. of places you would find in in the city, like shops and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, really, really positive. And that's really good in terms of it's such a hard language. And that for you to actually feel like you're yeah. making progress. So I'm, I'm kind of, I think I'm probably not making progress, but mm-hmm. I've got to that stage where I can convince myself I'm making progress. I'm sure you're making progress. <laughs> so fake it till you make it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And um, it has, has it been helpful to have um, Ijlal, who's our society and citizenship officer in the same office yeah, with you? Yeah, Ij- Ijlal, is, Ijlal is basically a bit of an asshole to me <laughs> in regards to Arabic. He's really mean to me. Your Arabic is probably really bad. <laughs> And he has very little patience, but I feel like that has been helpful because that <laughs> kind of pushes me on. Um, mm-hmm. well, also, did you just call my Arabic really bad? Wow. No. Also, Israel oh, speaks like four languages fluently, yeah. so it's yeah. a bit like... Ishmael is a genius, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is a bit of a, like, joke that we international students have about, like, British people not knowing any languages, so... Yeah. It's great. Being xenophobic is really great at this time, isn't it? Not xenophobic. <laughs> Literally, no, I will English. be thrown out of this country quite soon. So. English people don't. Know. Yeah, no, I didn't call it Arabic bad, but like compared to positive Nina, him speaking fluently, I just said that it's positive that you feel like you're doing yeah. progress. Um, my other thing was that I have started to read again. Um, on the bus from uh, to work and from work, which has been really good because it's really. It just, like, develops your thinking and widens your thinking. And I think I had, like, forgot about that in terms of, obviously, doing degrees. I often feel like felt like I don't have the time to read or, like, I should be reading something that relates to, like, my essays or whatever. Um, but now I've, like, gotten back into that, which is, yeah, it's, it's really, like, made me kind of get get, like, perspective again and, like, think about different things so that has been really good yeah yeah on the way to work i mm. i read on the train and i get about 15 minutes each way worth of reading. yeah, yeah. And it really does add up like especially yeah. busy days where you don't have time to go home and sit down mm-hmm. and read um yeah having half an hour a day is really yeah. good to keep like keep on top of these things and keep yeah. learning etc yeah it is remarkable how half an hour a day can really like oh, learn yeah. so much yeah 100%. just using that yeah and i feel like that's what i've been kind of missing like not studying because obviously we learned so much in the job about very many different things but like academic learning and kind of like that kind of I feel like now I have a like touch on that as well and um on International Women's Day I was reading um this feminist book in a cafe and I posted on my Instagram and I tagged the author um because I follow her on Instagram and she replied to me and she's one of those like like obviously the finished content is like quite small so people can quite like this isn't to be like mean or like belittle anyone but like people can get like 
quite well known in Finland quite easily. Like lots of people have like quite like big social media followings in the Finnish context. So she's uh, she's like a person who I've been following for a while. She did this book and she's really vocal about um, just like feminism, like in the political context in Finland. Like she tweets a lot and she's been um, been on some podcasts and stuff. Like she, but she like her job is she's like a music teacher and now she's writing another book. Um, so yeah, I really like kind of like look up to her and I'm like I wish I would have the balls to like well that was stupid in this context Whoa. I wish I would have the courage courage as a Freudian slip. courage I wish I would be brave enough to like be as like like kind of make those strong opinions so publicly about a thing that obviously like in the Finnish context some of like progressive feminism is still kind of like seen as like too much and like too progressive and stuff yeah so yeah she replied to me and she was like oh happy international women's day and i was like you do yeah. um it was great and then she like reposted my thing and i was like i love you should we, should we see if we can get her on, on our podcast yeah honestly cool. yeah i'm not sure that she would love it <laughs> and on in the in on the same theme of books mm-hmm. being really a good book recently yeah called The Mushroom at the End of the World mm-hmm. by Anna, I think it's Lowen, Lowenhaupt Singh. Mm-hmm. Um, really good, talking about, mm-hmm. like, um, it's all about salvage capitalism mm-hmm. and how we can kind of, well, at least this is my interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, sadly, I'm not fully trained in anthropology, so I'm just mm-hmm. kind of taking from it what I can. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of what we can do in regards to capitalism, how we can change things. And she almost uses the, Matsutake mushroom as like an mm-hmm. example of interconnection and how at the moment the problem we have with salvage capitalism is in one so for example she uses the um, example of phones how um, in parts of Africa um, child soldiers are forced mm-hmm. to dig for certain rare, rare um, materials rare kind of things that you put in phones yeah um, that is then like sent somewhere else so there's a salvage there taking stuff mm-hmm. from the land and salvages in like people are forcing these people to work mm-hmm. it's then taken to parts of china where it's all like, assembled together yeah people are working in like bad conditions mm-hmm. and then it goes to wherever in the world mm-hmm. then the phone is kind of just thrown away and not reused mm-hmm. she's talking about how we need to kind of change these these um these trends of and these chains mm-hmm. of commerce and not just yeah. see ourselves as all distinct parts of the chain but also be more mm-hmm. connected and she talks about matsutake ma- mushrooms and she talks about how the, basically the fungi is like called my my corazol fungi mm-hmm. how like in certain forests in the world basically it's called like the internet because the mm-hmm. mycorrhizal mm-hmm. fungi can stretch yeah. like the whole forest and connects everything mm-hmm. and the fungi kind of latches onto plants and trees mm-hmm. and grows through that mm-hmm. but it's not like a it's not a parasite not a parasite where it mm-hmm. kills it it like creates more minerals for it by breaking down mm-hmm. like stones and stuff nearby mm-hmm. it's really interesting um yeah. yeah and that's been really positive mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i think so and i think Sounds it's very positive. very timely in terms of mm-hmm. making stuff out of like the capitalist ruins yeah um, oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 exactly well we found some actual positive things in the news which is very exciting do you want to start, Chris? Yeah. So the first thing we've got. Um, so ancient sculptures stolen under the Taliban returned to Afghanistan. 
Um, so ancient Buddhist sculptures trafficked illegally into the UK in 2002 have been returned to Afghanistan after more than 17 years, um, which, was, amazing, which is nice yeah. news. It's always good yeah. to see things being returned, especially from Britain, where mm-hmm. Britain obviously yeah. has a history of taking artefacts mm-hmm. and um, not returning them. So it's good to see that happen. Yeah, and because those things can mean so much, like, in the culture and, like, in, in yeah. that context that it actually does does like make a difference then oh, get them back there was also recently um since since the whole brexit debacle um one of the it was suggested that one of the things that would be kind of considered in the mm-hmm. brexit divorce was that britain would return lord elgin's yeah. marbles to greece um yeah so yeah my, my partner is greek and she is very excited <laughs> yeah to get them back <laughs> um yeah. well that's exciting yeah sure do you want to do you want to drop drop one of your hot, um, hot good news I'll stories drop one in between i had one i actually have two in the same theme that is about um sanitary um sanitary products um first one is um kashmir woman who spent her life life savings on stocking sanitary bats pads in public washrooms which obviously isn't a thing that an individual should have to do like the state should you know um help with that but i think it was really heartfelt to see that these kind of people who not just like spend their lives but like spend all of the efforts and money and everything that they can to help others um so this is more and more bathrooms in how would you pronounce that place um Stringar. Uh, no, what was what was the person's name who did this? Name? Uh, it is Irfana. Yeah, Irfana. Um, I don't know why you're asking me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. More and more bathrooms have now full sanitary ca- kit that um, um, people on their periods can use, which is yeah. Obviously, it makes it makes a difference to a lot of people, and I feel like stuff like that can it it can easily seem like a like a small thing in terms of like always oh, the sanitary pads and stuff, but lots of people can't afford them, can't access them, and to them, I'm sure that it means a lot yeah. and like it means and it's small acts everything. of kindness, isn't it? That really, yeah, exactly. That light up the world. Yeah, and like actually make a difference. Um, yeah. Should we, should we jump onto my one? Yeah. So next one is uh, it's called the article is called the elephant whisperer. Mm-hmm. Um, so elephants, it was about a, gr- a pack of elephants who travelled twelve hours to mourn a human who rescued them. So there was a guy called Lawrence Anthony who was a uh, con- conservationist and author, um, known mm-hmm. commonly known as the elephant whisperer, mm-hmm. passed away on March twelfth. Um, his family. Um, once it's he passed March 2012. 2000, yeah, sorry, 2012. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Nina. Eight years ago. <laughs> um, so basically, this this herd of pack of herd of elephants, yeah, two um, yeah. walked um, for around f- through the bush, through Zululand bush, um, to the house of Lawrence Anthony for around twelve hours. They were walking, mm-hmm. um, and they came to mourn. They came near his home and stood around his house for two days in an apparent vigil, and they disappeared into the woods again. Um, so very heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the connection with mm-hmm. with I think the the thing for me is the connection with humans and nature. I think. Oh yeah, 100%. often in these times we see ourselves as against yeah. nature, but yeah, exactly. And I feel like, especially like in the West, we seem to be quite. 
disconnected and we've like furthered ourselves from um from nature and how it affects us and and like how we affect nature so i think with stuff like this it's so good to see that those connections still are there and yeah. like are made and i think anti, yeah anti the anthropocene yeah 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 and yeah making making those like connections with with obviously like animals who like we can't talk to yeah. but like connections can be made in different ways do you think animals have star signs hmm. if they would have star signs in the same way as ways as us yeah hmm. i don't know well in the basic sense yeah because the planets were in a specific place when animals yeah. are born as well. So surely if you, but like, surely if you believe in astro- astrology, like everyone, ev- everything, every living thing should have a star sign. Mm, or is it just yeah, humans? Probably, or is it just yeah. elitist? <laughs> no. Elitist no, no, no. I was actually watching um, another thing that was really interesting that I was watching was um, Netflix has these, um, is it Vox Explained? Yeah, Vox are good. Yeah, they did one about astrology, and it was about how um, how in the like ancient cultures, like where astrology came from, and it, how um, they they came up with the with the twelve sun signs about how the stars looked like. Um, yeah, it was it was really interesting. It's cool. Obviously, for I'm interested. Really so, cool. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Do you want to go on to your next one? Um, yeah. So that was about um, sanitary products as well. So very positive. When I was saying before about how the state should um, offer sanitary products. So now schools in England are to offer free sanitary products, um, which is a big win for period poverty campaigners um, and brings schools in England in line with um, counterparts in Scotland and Wales. Um, I don't know when, or from today, and this was dated January 20th, so should already be in place. Um, state-funded institutions, including primary and secondary schools and sixth-form colleges in England, can order tampons and that under the new scheme. Um, so that's really exciting, especially I feel like with things like schools play such a big part in um Kind of, uh, kind of supporting and reducing the like negative impacts of basically like different, like people in different social classes. Like not everyone, um, like school lunches and like all of that can play such a big part in in people's lives who actually live in in poverty. And yeah, this is another another like amazing thing that can can support those people. Yeah. Um, especially like um, young people who should be able to focus on going to school and like not having to worry about can I go to school if I'm on my period Um, yeah yeah great news honestly yeah sad sad we still have issues like this but yeah yeah exactly Mm -hmm. final one was from me was just um it's just about really, um, obviously, with all the stress going on around coronavirus, one one positive we can take out of it is um, pollution is massively down. Um, in in China, there was some research done um, that there should have been about in the space of which, since like coronavirus has really stepped up, there should have been about one mm-hmm. three thousand five hundred deaths due to pollution, mm-hmm. and those scientists have kind of 
are suggesting or have mm. discovered that that number is down by 3,500 mm. because pollution is not mm-hmm. as bad. Um, yeah. And 500 of those deaths are from people under the age of, I think it was under the age of seven. Mm. So lots of young people yeah. are surviving too. So yeah, in these tough times, you've got to find the silver linings to these yeah. um, tra- tragic situations. And I think it makes the, it makes the point about um, reducing economic activity or doing lots of economic activity differently, how much of a difference it actually makes on the environment. Um, and obviously, not that it can be easily made, but like even those changes can, yeah. can happen like really quickly. Um, my other ones were kind of related to the environment as well. Oh, did you have something more to say about that? That's that's yeah. all for me on that one. Yeah. So next one is the European Space Agency is to launch world's first space cleanup. So obviously, one of the places that uh, that has like the oceans that we have on Earth have lots of um, lots of trash. Trash. Yeah. What's the word? Yeah. Rubbish. Um, rubbish yeah. Um, so there's like lots of debris in in space as well. So the expedition is planned for 2025 and aims to collect a single piece of space rubbish called the Vespa. Oh, so that's the what happened. It's in the Pacific or the Atlantic where all of the rubbish came together and formed that yeah. huge, like, um, in Finnish, the word is the same as ferry. Ferry? As in, like, it's... Yeah, like a barge. Barge of rubbish. Okay, I don't know what that means. <laughs> but anyway, it's like a... It's like a all of it comes together. A whole load of whole load of crap. Yeah, and forms like a big thing. Yeah. So I think that's probably. So yeah, this this was the space rubbish that's called the Vespa uh, was left in the orbit in 2013. Um, so maybe they're saying that maybe this first mission could pave the way for space cleanups on a larger scale. Um, and yeah, there's more than ever before, and it's it's dangerous, obviously with. Um, with satellites on space, um, and it cannot be allowed to continue. That's, That's good. Exciting. That's nice to see. Yeah, and another one was about um, how energy production, I guess, in the UK has transformed in decades. Um, it's saying that in 2019, the UK hit a major energy milestone. Between July and September, renewable power sources produced more electricity than fossil fuels fuels did for the first time um yeah which is basically you know it's good news. there is still like rock was made there's hope mm-hmm. yeah exactly oh yeah and it has these like cool um graphics yeah that's exciting Same. if um if people want to read these we'll put them on the description of yeah. the episode yeah, let's do that and before we finish get see what i did there ah <laughs> that's funny before we finish can I still go through my last news article, please? <sighs> Celebrates acts of kindness. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, sorry, Chris, but I will. <laughs> I will teach you some Finnish uh. before we finish. <laughs> We're all so funny. Um, my last one was about there is a new award that celebrates acts of kindness to people and the planet. Um, Simple and Positive News have launched the Kindness Awards uh, with public voting now open. This was February 27th, so maybe it's not open anymore. Um, but they will get the person... Oh, Simple as in the skincare brand. Okay, nice. Nice. Um, they will be 
chosen by the public um, and they will receive a £7,000 donation. Six nominees have been drawn from stories published by Positive News. Oh, okay. So causes represented by nominees include refugee well-being, tackling single-use plastics, connecting older and younger people through the arts, creating a greener city, supporting, I can't say that word, it's vulnerable, vulnerable. vulnerable young girls, and motivational support network. So that's exciting. That's Obviously, I'm sure that none of these people do these things to get awards, but you know what I mean? It's, it's great to also get recognition yeah, yeah. for the work that you do. Exactly. Um, especially when it's, you know, being kind. Exactly, yeah. To other people. And we need to, yeah, we need to call out kindness when we see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, finish. Let's finish. You want to learn some finish? We were talking about this because I often struggle with my English since it is my second language and how Chris struggles with his Arabic. Um, so we decided that it would be about time for Chris to learn some finish. Um, do you just want to try with the worst word? Worst first word? Um, is sorry. That, that word means, um, or do you, I'll tell you afterwards what it means. It, it lo, lipu, lipisto? It's um, uliopisto. Uliopisto. Um, yeah. It, so why is, why is it like ooze? They make an ooze sound. Yeah, uli. Uli. Uli, opisto. Opisto. Yeah. It university. Okay. Yeah. Obisto is like, um, kind of means school. So what that word actually, it's two words. Uli means like, well, it means, it means lots of things. Uh-huh. It means over, but it kind of means like upper school. Okay. What that word means. Makes sense. Yeah. So the next one. <laughs> the next one. Ulio piliskir jojotusket. It's um, Uli Oppilas kirjoitukset. Uli. Uli. Oppilas. Oppilas. Kirjoitukset. Kirjo... Kirjoitukset. Tukset. Yeah. Kirjoitukset is one word. Ilio pulia kirja That is a hard word, but you asked for a hard word. Yeah, that's what it is. It means, basically means A-levels. Okay. Because it's Uli Oppilas is um, what we call graduates from college yeah. or like while you're doing your A-levels um, or not while you do your A-levels but after you finish your A-levels and you graduate you will become Uliopoulos which is a graduate from college and you get the, have I shown you the hat? We get this like hat? I think so. Yeah so yeah. that's like a big deal because it signals that you've been um, you've gone through the A-levels basically. Right, next one. Next one is a saying. Uh, I, I, I don't even know. It's really hard, isn't it? I could say it. Hava. 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 Yotta. It's a. Hava. Uada. Hava. Hava. Uada. Ueda. It means good night. Hava. Ueda. Yeah. Okay. I mean, no, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it finishes really hard. <laughs> Um, and then you asked what you wanted to learn, and you said some mythical things. Yeah. In the Finnish, like folklore. Yeah. First one is. Ukko. Yeah, Ukko. Ukko. And I just wrote what he is. He is like like the kind of main god. 
Okay, he's like um, the Zeus of... Yeah, and it's um, that word is written wrong because my keyboard doesn't have the A with the dots, but it's he's like the god of like the weather. That's Sa, Sa is weather. Yumala means god. Ukkonen um, is um, the like thunderstorm. Okay, like so his, his Yeah, his name is basically um, like thunder. Okay. Um, yeah, this one. Ahti. 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 Yeah. He's, he's like the god of like the water and... Poseidon, basically. Yeah, but I think maybe the next one is more like Poseidon because Ahti is like a... Um, he isn't like a malicious one oh, or an evil it? one. He's just like bringing good luck for like fishermen and that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. And also um, that's like quite common men's name. Oh, uh- Next one is also spelled wrong. It should be spelled with um, A with dots. So it's not Naki. It's not Naki. It's Naki. Naki means a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Naki is the name of Naki. the god. Naki. 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 Yeah. Naki. <laughs> um, so that, that they're like the god of the like water, but they're like the evil bad, one. And I think... Boy. I think that's more, if I like remember correctly, because I remember like stories where Naki was like in, so, so in, in like a really big forest, if you would have like a, like a pond or like a small like water um, thing, that Naki would like often be there. Okay. And kind of be there like secret and like hiding until you come and, and yeah. he'd kill you. Yeah, yeah. And Naki is like the evil. Naughty Naki. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, I didn't realise that it actually says Naki, which means hot dog, because it's without the, um, it's without the, um, it with dots. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks, Nina. Thanks for Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Obviously, um, yeah, finishing really hard, so. But yeah. You know. Um, that's all from us. Stay safe, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Wash your hands. Do um, all the stuff you're supposed to do. Social distancing, if possible. Yeah. Um, Look yeah. after your mental health as well. That's yeah. something people don't talk about. I'm going to put out some um, get-together, some mental health advice from the World Health Organization and from other bits that are found to do that as well. Because obviously, you know, it's a hard time. But one thing you can do is read some positive news. Yeah, read, read positive yeah. stuff. It makes you feel yeah. better. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Bye, Thanks, Chris. Bye, Thanks. Chris. Bye.